Hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, this is Bill Williamson. And this is Silver Black Pride. This is our midweek preview podcast. How you doing? Gonna get on all the everything where we this podcast is all the sites or all the podcast sites. I don't need to tell you. You know where they are. Then it's gonna be on Silver Black Pride on Wednesday morning. So, you know. Um, pretty exciting time for this team. Halfway to ten and six. Halfway to a playoff spot. You know, there's seven playoff spots this year. No really excuse that this team doesn't make the playoffs. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a case. I just think it's a little better, a little stronger than last year. A little tougher. A little better at quarterback last year than last year. Uh, easy, easy schedule down the road. I, th- I think it all points to it. The one thing that scares me a little bit is that I'm a big believer in the ball bouncing a certain way and it's, everything evens out. And, you know, so maybe maybe that Charger game, I'm not saying the Raiders didn't earn that Charger game, but you know, we saw what happened. We saw how close it was. I mean, they keep winning these close games, and, you know, you worry about, okay, are they going to screw up the Denver game? Are they going to screw up the Jets game? Um, the schedule is easy. And there is, they have eight games left, five against losing teams with losing records. And other than the Chiefs, you know, the Colts are solid, not great. I wouldn't say they're a Super Bowl contender. Dolphins, no. Flimsy, uh a flimsy winning record, I think. So, you know, it's pretty good. And you got two against the Broncos starting this week. Got the Chargers, who are incapable of winning football games. I'm sorry. They just can't win football games. The Jets, well, Christ, they're 0-9. So that that's literally incapable of winning football games. And then you have the Atlanta Falcons, who stink. So, I mean, it's all there for them. It's all there for them to get double-digit wins. And those five lousy teams, predictably, they have lousy offensive line. Because that's what football really comes down to. If you're good, you have a good offensive line. If you're crappy, you probably have a bad offensive line. I have a post going up to uh, Wednesday morning, so before this post, that outlines that these offensive line or those... Five games against losing record. And again, it's Broncos twice, Chargers, Falcons, Jets. All give up a ton of quarterback hits. That bodes well for the Raiders. Pass rush. However, they played the Chargers last week, who've given up 54 quarterback hits in eight games. And the Raiders only had two sacks. So you got to take advantage of this. Will they Will they claim Tack McKinley, who the... Uh, Falcons cut. I I wouldn't be surprised if they make a claim. They might have a hard time getting him because you know they're they're low on the priority. And this is a guy who's a former first round pick. He has seventeen and a half sacks in three and a half years. He only has one this year. He's twenty five years old. He's cheap for the rest of the year. He's a free agent, so he can work into a, a formula for uh, comp picks. I think he gets 
I think he gets claimed. But I think he probably gets claimed by a, a team that's picking, you know, that has higher priority than the Raiders. But we'll see. Guesses, maybe New England. Maybe the 49ers. I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. Um, maybe the Jets. I mean, they got first pick. Um, do they even give a crap anymore, you know? But anyways, um, yeah, so a lot of interesting stuff. Rico Gafford back on the practice squad. We didn't mention this in all the hoopla of Sunday post-game uh, podcasts. I really enjoyed game day winning podcasts. It's fun. But anyways, forgot the news that, you know, Trent Brown is reportedly out for a month. You know, um, Gruden didn't really have much to say about it yesterday. He, you know, he said he's a little worried about Alec Ingold, who has ribs injuries. You know, it will suck if Ingold can't play and they'll probably pick up another fullback if that's the case. But this offense is so varied and can do so many different things that I think they can live without a, a fullback being part of the mix for a while. For, John Gruden loves the fullback, but I think they can I think they can do different things. You know, they spread it out, they can play two tight ends, they can play three tight ends. You know what I mean? So I think they could be okay. This is a big playbook. And he has a lot of... Raiders have a lot of ensemble pieces. If you look at the stats offensively, you know, other than the running back, the lead running back, and the tight end, there is nothing that really drops your jaw. I mean, their leading receiver, who's a receiver, is a slot guy, Hunter Renfro with 27 catches. Josh Jacobs has 19 catches on pace for 38. It's very easy to do projections at uh, the halfway mark, right? Just double it up, baby. But yeah, he won in 60 catches. Well, he's on pace for 38. That's he had 20 last year, so that's that's pretty good work. Um, but yeah, I think they'll they'll be survived some, and they've survived all these injuries in the offensive line. Give uh, Tom Cable who a lot of people weren't happy that he came back to the organization when Gruden took over. And they remember him from his time as a head coach, 17 and 27 as Raiders head coach from parts of 2008 to the end of 2010. But he's done a great job with this unit. He's been banged up. This unit has had played three snaps with the starters. Sam Young. Brandon Parker, of all people. Denzel Good, they're they're all they're all helping out, and this coach is doing a good job. You know, so it's uh, yeah, like I said, this is this Raider team has been able to deal with injuries because they have enough guys to get through a game. You know, Brian Edwards came back this last week. He only played one snap because Nelson Aguilar is doing well. Is he doing great? No, but he's making enough plays to help these guys win. And when you can strike fast with this offense, with this defense giving up so many points, that's huge. So it's really interesting. If one of these guys becomes a star, if Ruggs becomes a star, Edwards becomes a star, I wouldn't be surprised if Edwards does become a star. 
Auburn's going to be really interesting. You know, I, I, I'm not saying this negatively, but the, you look at the tight end stats, and I'll probably write about this sooner or later. It's really interesting. Waller has 50 catches, but he's only averaging like 7.9 yards a carry, a catch, over 4.5 yards from his average last year. If you look at his game logs this year, it's not fluky. He's not breaking a lot of long plays. I've asked some people in the Raiders, what's going on? They're like, well, he's getting some attention, but, you know, this might be a week that he has a chance to break out because the Broncos linebackers can't cover. So look at that. Another thing, Henry Ruggs against Jerry Judy. You know, Henry Ruggs is the first... I have a story out today. You know, Henry Ruggs is the first... Receiver taken. He has 10 catches. Judy has 30. He was taking three picks later. Wham has a bunch. Justin Jackson has... Jefferson has a bunch. This was supposed to be a great receiver draft, and it looks like it's becoming that. Um, there's only, There were six receivers taken in the first round, and only one has less catches than Ruggs. That's Jalen Rieger, who has eight in three games. Ruggs has 10 in six games. I'm not worried about Ruggs. I'm not... That story had to be written. It's not a. It's it's just factual. Um, I think he's going to be fine. I don't know if he's going to be great. He may become great. He may become great. Um, but you know, the Raiders people might point in a couple of years. Well, they should have had Lamb because they don't have a true number one right now. So if Ruggs was taken because of the fit, and you know, extending the playbook, just like. When Bowden Jr. was, but that didn't work out. You know, that okay, that's what the Raiders wanted. The Raiders were romanced by his speed. So, live with the pick. I don't think it's a bad pick. We've seen this guy make some plays. And I wouldn't be surprised he makes some big plays this week. I really won't. But, you know, the other guys have bigger numbers right now. So, what, what do you do? Well, you just go get yourself some bigger numbers. That's all of your Henry Ruggs. Again, I'm not worried about it, but... It is what it is right now. You know? So, just the w way it goes. Um, let's, uh, let's finish the show and talk about some quick matchups. You know? I mean, I, I think the Raiders are due for a blowout win. Now, the Broncos have come back in the last couple weeks. They've, they've gone way behind. Um... They came back and beat the Chargers. They almost beat the Falcons, but they didn't. But maybe this is the week the Raiders have the blowout win. I think I think Drew Locke, I don't know if he's good or not. I think he has a hell of a lot of moxie. And he has some talent around him. He has some guts. I don't think he's going to be as good, as good as Justin Herbert was against the Raiders. And I don't know if he's ever going to be as good as Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's special. I think he's a next-to-week guy. But I think Locke has some moxie. I really do. But you got to get on him. <coughs> Excuse me. You know my rules. Steve Koss, I let him. I keep him in the show because that's what this is. This is a barstool conversation. People sneeze. People cough. So there you go. So back to our barstool conversation. Get some turnovers, rattle them, get on top, and, and just run the ball out. Have Vontae, Devontae Booker say, you know what, 
former team, screw you. Here, I'm going to bust off a 30-yard touchdown. Have a, so have a fun week. Just win an easy game. You know, and I think they can do that. I, I really do. I, I would be pretty damn surprised if we talk on Sunday night that we're saying, well, they're five and four, and they, you know, they screwed that one up. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Looking ahead to the Chiefs, I don't think that's going to happen. Chiefs got their bye this week, by the way. Andy Reid's pretty dang good after bye, but we'll worry about that next week. So this week, let's see the Raiders kind of have a celebration game. Just beat some tail. So this is Bill Williams. Uh, this is Silver and Black Pride. Have a great week. Have fun. We'll talk Sunday. And I think we're going to be saying, holy crap, the Raiders are 6-3. See ya.